girl has some balls, some big balls, and her name's Ramona Singer. And she's joining us today. Hi, Ramona. Hey, Jenny. I'm so fucking, you know, I've been waiting for this moment to interview you after the big episode. I mean, they've, they've really done a great job hyping people up to get to this point. Were you nervous leading up to this episode? Absolutely, totally nervous. Um, I know I lost it on her. Um, I wear my, I when I have someone who I consider a good friend, or I consider myself a good friend to people. So when someone attacks that I'm not a good friend, that is like whoa. And I just lost it on her. I just like I, I don't even remember half the things I said. So yes, I I had to wait to watch it and remember and see what I said. What exactly? So the, the so the producers don't give you a like, hey, you know what? Um. In about two months from now, this is what you said. They actually wait for you to see the episode, what, a couple days before and that's it? Yeah. Wow, that must be terrifying, especially if you've had a few drinks going, wait, what the fuck did I say? No, (laughs) it's so true because I was really walking on eggshells with Bethany. Bethany can be very intimidating, very Very. threatening, very um, tough. And she wasn't giving me an inch for like months and I was hoping here at the Berkshires somehow we'd have some kind of closure and go on to a better path and yeah I was shit ass nervous so I was drinking all day long and you were drinking because you were nervous about this absolutely I mean you could see by my whole energy every time I've been around Bethany it's nervous energy I'm not really acting like myself I mean I'm acting very like agitated aggravated nervous hyper you know just Ramona no one I don't know how many people can act themselves. I mean, everyone's always kind of a little bit on edge. Maybe Carol's the only one that's like, whatever. But everybody else, you know, she's a tough cookie on, and it's very intimidating. Um, you know, Don, I watched it with Donnie, and he's, he, he watched it, and he's you know, gives a pretty clear perspective. And he said, you know, right off the bat, we can tell she kind of poked the bear is what I call when we have, you know, inner rage or inner um, resentment or anger or whatever. She poked the conversation by saying, you've been a bad friend to me. Right. She provoked so, me. And that just, she, I just saw red, purple, green, and yellow and every color in the rainbow. And I just lost it. I went on a tirade. Because you guys have such a history. How many years have you known her? Ten. And, and where's the first place in your mind where you're like, you know what? I was there for you. I was really there for you. Oh, gosh. I mean, I would say... When she was sick, you did mention that. Yeah, but even like in the, in the, in the uh, second year, I think it was, um, second or third year when she was having a problem with Jill, she was, they were, she was crying. I'm going to call Bethany like the crier now because all she does is cry when she gets upset. I mean, I, I do everything else and that, but she, she was crying over her relationship with Jill, and I tried to mend it. I really did. I tried to get together, get, both get to them together in a room in my apartment, and I think if Luann wasn't there, they would have mended. They would have mended. Absolutely in that episode? Right. You're talking about way back then? or Yeah. Absolutely. And, even, I, uh, and and then when I know when she filmed her first season on um, Beth is Bethany getting married or Bethany something, um, she just had a baby. And um, I wanted to see the baby. And I was dying to see the baby. And, and she said, I'd like you to film that. I said, well, no, it's a real personal moment. I really want to see the baby first off camera and then I'll film. But she actually had a camera there for me. So she actually, the first season, wanted me to be on the show because, you know, listen, it's good. To, you, when you have a first season, you don't know what your ratings will be. And her ratings were fabulous. Right. But she had me on the first few times and I supported her. I went to her wedding. Um, you know, I've always been there for her, for her good times, her bad times. And, you know, yes, yeah, she's a difficult person to get to know. I, mean, I remember the first season, all the other 
housewives like Jill and Luann, they'd say, can you ask Bethany this for me? I go, you ask her. No, 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 we're scared of her. You ask her. You, you ask her. You're the only one that can ask her for us. Please ask her. What I'm realizing now about Bethany is she doesn't even realize that she's a bully. She doesn't realize it. I mean, she's I look, calling us right now. I can hear her. <laughs> I think that's my phone. Right. I turned it off. It's me. And because I know there was something when we were filming the reunion, um, she said something to Dorinda saying, you know what? Um, all people are assholes and everyone has one or everyone's an asshole. So it's that expression. I didn't get them right. Yep. Opinions are like assholes. Right. Opinions, we all have one. Yeah. So then she goes, opinions are like assholes. And then, and we, and then she's directed that at Dorinda and then Dorinda countered back. Well, then that means you're an asshole. And I remember Bethany looked at me in shock. She was like, why is she acting that way toward me? And I'm like, well, you're not exactly being nice to her. And then she asked Andy, well, Andy, like, you know, what's going on? Why is she acting so mean to me? And Andy's like, well, you're giving her the same stuff. She doesn't really see. I don't think she no. really sees what she's doing. And that's kind of sad because I think, you know, down deep she is, you know, she wants to be loved and she wants to be liked. And we all do. And I think she does basically have a good heart. But I think she can't get out of her own way because maybe, listen, we all have stuff because of our upbringing. And, you know, listen, I did. I went up against her. And listen, I don't have her sense of humor. I Probably if I had her sense of humor and wit, it wouldn't come across so badly. She's quick-witted. She's calm, collected. I'm not like that. I'm a loose cannon. I admit it. I'm a loose I mean, that's what, that's the only thing that I was, I would say I was, I was like, fuck, cause I, I care about you. And I'm like, shit, she has a very smart, who does have that wit? Bethany's the only one that does. So to go against her, she's so quick. And you know, once you have a few glasses of wine, it's hard to have your perfect defense with you. You know what I mean? And you can tell that you were hurt. But I was extremely I wish- hurt. I was so hurt. And I just... And I just lashed out because I think I just wanted to hurt her back. I was just so, so upset. I mean, had I had my wits about me or a little less wine, I probably would have just walked out of the room. That would have been the right thing to do, you know, because why make something bad worse? Why make a situation escalate? Because there's no going back sometimes. Well, you thought you were, you said you thought you were mending it. And then when she came in, it was basically poking the bear. It was like, you haven't been a good friend to me. And that's all it took. Right. Um, Let's go back to like even the beginning of the season you know when you brought up the movie it personally I was one of those people that went I'm glad she did because if any of the other women had done the movie you're damn right I think Bethany would have brought it up somewhere you yeah know what I mean yeah I mean that's you know it's kind of interesting you say that because it's, it's she's the first one to call out anyone on anything and she likes to say like she likes to be real and I don't understand why we couldn't have a discussion she could have just very simply said to me you know Ramona everything's cool I don't want to discuss it and you know and again I'm not the best communicator I grew up with a lot of abuse you know <laughs> dishes flying at the dining room table so I had just come home from this great long weekend with my daughter and I had first shared on this episode which of course they didn't have time to do it was how lovely my relationship is with my daughter and how great she will have a relationship with Bryn as she gets older and that she'll see that Bryn will become her friend and not just her daughter and and, and Bryn, Bryn's friends will be like her siblings to Bryn and that um, to Bethany her daughter's friends will be like her children because Avery's best friends are like my other daughters they actually they actually call me mommy they call me mom my other mom so So I was sharing all that and before I got to um to the Hamptons my good girlfriend said oh my gosh did you see this and she was at the airport she saw this big article on Bethany in this movie she did years ago so I we were just talking about my daughter and I just said well is everything okay I know you're in the press a lot last week and she's like I don't know what you're talking about well, Bethany knows everything, and she knew exactly what I was talking about. So I fell into the trap, or I kind of maybe opened the Pandora box by saying, well, you know, 
that movie you were in and you know, blah, 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 and how are you handling it with your daughter? Because my daughter almost got expelled. They wanted to expel her from Sacred Heart. For what? Because of the uh, the housewife show and because uh, Alex, my fellow castmate, bared her breasts in a magazine and they wanted none, none of that. So I was wondering, like, how is she handling it, you know? And all she had to say was, you know, it's all under control. Thanks for asking. But she looked at it as I was attacking her and then it was set up and it was a plan and it really wasn't. And I just yeah, re- I think she made some claim, I think, even in that fight that, you know, you saw me before the camera started rolling. You could have brought it up then, but you waited for the cameras. But I feel like everybody waits for the cameras. No, I didn't know about it until a few days before. Oh, okay. It only had come out in the press. When we were filming, which was, I think, let's say October, it was in the press the week before. And my girlfriend sent it to me. It was all over the internet and in the, in the weeklies and the magazines. And my girlfriend said, oh, my gosh, look what I saw in the paper. I'm like, oh, my God, poor Bethany. Who, who needs this crap? We all do things we're not proud of in the past, but we get over it. And who needs to you know, dig it back up again? And we are on a reality show. She always says, be real. I, I can talk about anything. So I'm like, yeah, okay. So let's talk about this situation last week. How are you handling it? You know what her new tagline should be? I can dish it, but I can't take it. <laughs> you know what? I mean, listen, you look at the way she like, berated Luann last year on the reunion. Forget about it. And, and I mean, it was like, that was appalling. I mean, Luann has reunion, children. I mean, my goodness. In the Berkshires. You're a whore. You're a whore. And you're I mean, a slut. It's, 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 um, that, I mean, that's a reason why I couldn't do the show. It makes, it reminds me of like my drunk aunts and uncles. Like I get that pit in my stomach where I'm like, you're, you're, a, you're mean, you know, I can't do mean. Um, I, I, let me ask you this. Cause watching the whole fight, I've learned in my spiritual journey that the problem is never the problem right. ever. So I don't feel like you both got to the real meat. Like there's a real... I think I know what the real meat is. I think, you know, Bethany and I became like almost allies the season before. We became, we really started communicating on a different level. And we had, we were developing some type of friendship. And I think she felt that I betrayed her by bringing this up. That it wasn't the right thing to do. That it was a betrayal. And she feel, and Bethany doesn't trust people easily at all because of the way... She just is. And she felt like, okay, that's the last straw. I can't trust Ramona. She betrayed me. That's it. I'm done with her. What do you think, when she accused you of, like, when she literally went into the argument of saying, oh, that's what it is. That's what you're gel- or you're upset about. I-, I didn't buy that part where she said, you are jealous of her. Um, not having, uh, just becoming successful uh, and not earning it the right way? No, no, she did earn it the right way. I mean, I think it was kind of misconstrued. Basically, I mean, I, I think what I was trying to say to her was that, you know, Bethany was very fortunate. She grew up very... Yes, her home life was shit. Mine was even worse. Let's not even compare. We both grew up with shit households. Um, she was fortunate enough where she went to a private grade school she had her college paid for she had a great car um, I had nothing I mean I was on my own since I was 16 I was fortunate enough where I was successful as soon as I graduated from college I was a buyer for Macy's I worked for companies like Calvin Klein French Connection I opened up my own company at 30 whereas Bethany after she left her home she was struggling to find herself in a, um, in a financial successful way she was doing different things uh, she was working for the Hiltons as a, a nanny she uh, was selling pashminas she was making cookies and then she um, came on to a great idea called the skinny girl she partnered with uh, David Cambar who developed Sky Vodka and the together you know they made a great 
development and she sold it and you know god bless her i mean god bless her and you know so what you you you're no doubt giving her you know credit which oh, we no, all can no for no creating. you know what and i and it shows that you know people can do anything at any age and you know i always i'm a big supporter of women i mean I'm, I'm a woman's woman, and my, guess what? My daughter's the same way. Um, my daughter is, you know, she's going to be extremely successful right out of college because I've geared her on that path. Um, and she always includes her friends, and she's inclusive, and she encourages them and gives them advice. I mean, my girlfriends come to me advice all the time, whether it's business, personal. Um, and that's just who I am. I'm a woman's woman, and if I'm your friend, I'll take a hit for you, huge. <laughs> Listen to this. I want to play one part where you've, and I want to get deeper into it, and I hope you, you let me know. But number four, it's Bethany uses people. You call her an opportunist. Listen. You're not real. You're well, like me. bullshit. Ramona, I don't think you're seeing yourself at all. You're not seeing yourself clearly. Oh, sweetheart, you don't see yourself at all. You're an opportunist. You use people. Then why don't you stay the f*** away from me? You've been up you my know, ass the whole I, night kissing my ass. Apologies. I'm not like, kissing apologies. Why don't you be you genuine? Know if you don't like no. me and you think I'm you an opportunist, what? stop no. trying to be my You friend. know what? Because I accept people for who they are. I can tell. You are broken. Ramona? You are broken. You are so f***ing broken you don't even see it. And I feel sorry for you. Is she an opportunist? You know... I, I think, you know, everyone's an opportunist in certain ways, right? We all, we all are opportunists, you know. I become your friend because I like you, but then you, you're an opportunist because maybe, you know, you, I like the way you make me smile. Um, I like how you make me feel. I like the way you compliment me. And maybe you can help me in business. Maybe you can, you know, do certain articles on me. I mean, you know, I, I, I just, you know, I was just throwing things out, you know. I mean, some you people... You were trying to, you were trying, you got hurt and you wanted to hurt back. You know what? Just yeah. like you said. I just... I wanted to hurt her. Absolutely. I felt, I just felt so frustrated and so angry and so beyond hurt. And the fact that she wasn't getting it over the past few months and the fact that she was holding out, forgiving me. I mean, friendship and it's, how about companionship and, you know, being, it's just, it just, I was just beyond her and I, I just lost it. I lost it big time. Do you think that she's holding resentment, and it sounded like it, based off the episode, she's still holding a grudge over your statement on the Brooklyn Bridge that her marriage would end badly. I was like, wow, she's still holding on to that. You know, I, maybe she's not holding on to it, but I think I remind her of it because whenever Andy or someone says, what's your worst moment you ever had in the show? And I said the only one was um, when Bethany was coming to me in a heartfelt way to speak about what's going on because she was actually pregnant then and things were going on in her life. And she was, again, attacking me in certain ways, but they didn't show that part. I just kind of went after her and I said, hey, you know. And which I should have said, because, you know, that's, you know, I have to be more sensitive to people, too. So, yeah. And, yeah, of course, she's told that's that was something that really upset her, that hurt her feelings. I mean, what people don't realize is that Bethany can come across like this steel of armor, but really underneath, really down, 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 really deep. She is a pussycat, but she has all this armor above it. It's just so hard to penetrate. And when she does start opening up, if you do one little thing wrong or say one little thing wrong, she's like this. I knew it. I knew it. She's not a true friend. I can't trust her. And that's when she starts shutting down. And I, I think because I am, I do open my mouth more than most women to her. You know, I do answer back and I am unedited. It's hard for her to grasp that, understand that and take that in. Well said. Now, do you, do you feel like, is, is it possible for anyone to actually win a fight against her? Ever? I don't think anyone could win a fight against Bethany. No, she has such quick wit, and a, and she's very cool. She's cool as a cucumber. I mean, I get very emotional. I get very excited. I start like just like you know talking really fast, and you just see she's just there, very like 
you know, very calm. Oh, really? That's what you really think. <laughs> I know. Oh. Watching it last night, I was like, oh, shit, Ramona. She's playing it chill. She yeah. is playing it chill. Yeah. And I mean, I'm, I'm a, a lunger and a choker. So maybe I wouldn't do well on the show because I'm choking somebody out. When you watch the episode play out, did you talk to Dorinda afterwards? Did you, who did you talk to afterwards? You know what? I didn't talk to anybody. I mean, I just, I was actually, you know, I thought maybe it'd be worse than what it was. So I actually was relieved. You know, yeah. I, I really was relieved. I thought it was going to be worse than what it was. Yeah. So um, I didn't talk to anyone. No one. Um, no. There was a moment where um, Dorinda was upset about the lights, and I realized it probably wasn't her house lights. It was probably production lights. Yeah, what happens is um, in the bedroom, because the lights aren't that bright, they put up these huge, I mean, huge lights. So it looks like football lights at night. So after I'm having this horrible altercation with Bethany that I'm feeling like shit and I I go, what the heck went down here? What did I say? Oh, my God, this is not what I wanted to happen. It's now 2 o'clock in the morning. I go up to my bedroom and the lights are like blaring and I'm like, what do I do? And they stick them up with double face tape. So I just take them down and obviously I'm a little stronger than I thought or maybe I was a little more upset than I thought and some of the uh, paint came off. So of course, the production company has a huge insurance policy and they put it back to its, she got a free paint job, put it that way. But of course, it's upsetting because no one wants to have their house damage but the good news is production fixed it they paid for it and the entire room got painted like new well that's good did you apologize to dorinda oh yeah yeah oh good i i was like there's an electrical outlet pull it ramona you, you know what? i didn't you know what? i i think at that point i wasn't thinking i really i was just so upset i go there and see the lights I go these huge lights okay let me just take i just them want down. them down i couldn't find the i didn't see any outlets I'm like what the heck do i do do i wake anybody up production left already i gotta sleep all right Boom, boom, boom. Ramona, how do you not, like, if I was on the show and I just had an argument and, wait, and I th- And wait, and I thought the ceilings would look a lot worse. There's just, it wasn't that bad. I'm not saying it wasn't good, but it wasn't that bad. I expect that to be much worse, too. So you know what? I think I came, to, came away better than I thought from last night <laughs> between <laughs> Bethany and the ceilings. That is freaking hilarious. Do you ever feel like, I, I would feel like if I woke up with a hangover and after a fight, I'd be like, oh, my God, I need to find that tape and destroy it like I would find that cameraman and be like I will do naughty things to you if you just pass me that tape yeah absolutely I woke up right? and I go what the heck did I say I know it wasn't good I know I lost it I don't remember anything not one thing I just remember her saying you're not a good friend and I went ballistic and yeah and I'm like there's nothing you could do to like to, to get producers to be like please don't do that please yeah, don't air that yeah right come on Jen really I know I don't know I would I would want it blowing someone I swear no. to God just to not get a tape out there no no hello they got TV gold they're like oh we're glad this happened <laughs> were you, is the relationship repairable you know I think any relationship is repairable if two people want to repair it it has to be two people together it can't be one sided and throughout the season you'll see interaction between Bethany and I and you'll have to see how we resolve it all I mean it kind of feels like and we've only seen I don't know we're on episode nine or ten throughout these nine or ten episodes Bethany's hardly been there she's been able to get out of like two houses that people were having dinners at or whatever she sits outside the car or at the Berkshire she winds up leaving early like she's not really present it feels like this season it feels like she's getting ready to you know, she's doing a commercial for her next show is what it feels like. You know, it's funny you said that because I, 
Um, but I think now, because now that I see the show, I think the problem she was having, and I don't know if she still is, but the problem she was having with her ex-husband was taking a huge toll on her emotionally. Um, t- doing the show, it's not easy. You're putting yourself out there emotionally, physically, mentally. And if you're having other problems, such as really strong emotional stress from your ex-spouse, who was putting a lot of, you know, she has to talk to him because they share a child. And he was, I think he was, he was actually emotionally abusing her, which is hard to believe because she's such a tough cookie, but he did through their child. And I think she just, all of it, she just couldn't deal with. And um, so I think that's the, that's my opinion. I could be wrong, but I think I mean, we did have a caller call in like last week and, and remind me that, um, because uh, I was like, Bethany is just being so like mean and crazy and better than they go. You know what? She is going through some really difficult, you know, when you go through a divorce, we all know, as you know, I have, and it's a painful time. It's a really painful time. So you have to almost give a little bit of leeway to someone during those moments. And I wish I knew that, you know, see, I had no idea that when I walked into that dinner at Red Bar and I was bringing up, you know, whatever I was bringing up. And, and even, at, I had no idea. No one shared with me. Carol didn't share with me, which is, you know, Bethany's very close friend. They, no one shared with me the fact what emotional abuse she was going through. Because the thing is, as you know, you have children, I remember, right? Of course. Right. Now, our ch- children are everything. And, and obviously, her daughter's everything to her. So if you have an ex-husband trying to manipulate you through your child and hurt you through your child, that that's like... There's nothing worse. You can go crazy. Okay. You can go nuts over that. And he was, that's what was going on with her. And had I known that, I probably would have handled things differently, I think. I would have had more compassion and I'd be more like, oh my gosh, Bethany, what's going on with your ex? I mean, I know this is a bad situation. What can I do to help? I want to talk about it. I wouldn't have like, you know, when she said you're not a good friend, I would have realized she's just lashing out because she's having so much pain in her own personal life. So people react to what's going on in their life. Listen, when I was getting divorced from my ex, I mean, I didn't tell people he moved into the house. He forced his way back in and I had to live with him for a couple of months. It was disgusting. It was, it was like I was in purgatory. I had to put a lock on my bedroom. It's horrible. It is horrible. I mean, that's where we can find empathy. And, but you, if, when you're not filled in on a situation, it's a little bit more difficult. Absolutely. Um, let's go to the line. We have a, a, our, one of our fan favorites on the phone, Aaron. Aaron, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, Erin. Erin has a question for Ramona. Hey, Ramona. I've been watching you since the beginning, and Real Housewives of New York wouldn't be wouldn't exist without you. So thanks oh, for taking my call. My pleasure, Erin. So I'm wondering, I always am wondering, what are we not seeing? So what is it about your friendship with Bethany that we don't see? I mean, you've explained, I've been listening to your interview today, and it's been great, but why do you want to remain friends with her? And... Like, what don't we see about the upside of your relationship? You know, I think I'm a caretaker person. That's who I am. I'm like the mother of all my friends. And I think, you know, Bethany, I just, she she's crying for love. There, there's something about her that's been so, you know, hurt. And just the way, you know, our relationships are all based upon our relationships with her mother. You know, it's psychology 101. And she has nothing with her mother. So she's kind of been brought up alone. She's like, and I remember she said to me, like, I have no one. I, remember, I don't want to cry next. I'm going to get emotional. But. When, when she was really ill with her um, her problem with her ovaries and the cysts and she's like she's I'm alone in this world I have nobody I have nobody and that's and that's that really sad. sad and like you know I would like to be there for her and I was there that's why I think I was there so much for her I mean as close as she was with Carol I called her every day I texted her every day because you know to me my family are my rather my friends are my family and um, 
like I said, down deep, there's a really good part to her. And we all have good parts. And she just hides behind a lot of layers. And um, and Bethany, at Bethany's best, I mean, she, come on, she's shit-ass funny. She makes she me is. laugh. She's, she's up, funny. She's up for anything. I mean, I remember one summer, I'm at her house. I show up at 10 o'clock. I don't leave till like 10 o'clock at night. We're dancing. We're hanging. We're drinking her skinny girl margaritas. We're in the pool. I mean, we're having the time of our lives. And it's just her and I. We're having the best, best, best time. So when Bethany is in a good place, she's unbelievable. And she's oh, and she can right. be a concerned friend too. You know, actually, she tried to set me up with this guy, which was like, she was, no, I have a guy I'm going to set you up with. So, you know, she can be a good friend to people. And, and she is a good friend to people. But again, just, you know, I think because I'm maybe, we're a lot alike, Bethany and I, I think. I keep saying that. I mean, you know, she grew up tough. I grew up tough. She's self-made. I'm self-made. We both married men who um, couldn't handle our successes. I mean, uh, she was the breadwinner. I was the breadwinner. She got married late. I got married late. She had her baby late. I got married late. We're both tough cookies. We're both very focused on what we want from business. So, and we both speak our minds. So we're we're a lot alike. And sometimes people who are like butt heads. Well, you know what they? Yeah, I mean, they, I it's. That. It's true what they say. I mean, like usually a friend that you love and that also irritates you is your perfect mirror. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of like your reflection back. It sounds like, Ramona, that you have um, you you have a lot of regret about saying something about the porn stuff, um, getting into that kind of a battle with her. Am I right to say oh, that? Oh, no. If I could take it all back and erase it all, I would do it in a heartbeat. Out of regret because of your friendship not because and because I heard the, her television world no and because I heard her she you know what I'm realizing with like I said again with Bethany she is very sensitive and what she she can say one thing to one person and she doesn't think it's that bad you say the same thing to her and she's terribly upset she um I really hurt her it was never my intention to hurt her and that's really what I regret I never intended to hurt her so when you see her doing stuff like, oh, Ramona, I'm crying, do you go, okay, I get why she's doing that, or like, there she goes, she's not understanding my pain right now? Yeah, she, it's, I think it's very hard for her to relate to other people um, for whatever reasons. I mean, she's definitely the crier for the past few seasons. I mean, I don't really cry that much. So, um, yeah. And I think she it, can't deal with it. I, I think it's hard for her to deal with someone else crying. I think it's just hard for her to deal with emotions just because she can be so closed off. And I think the best thing was for her having her daughter because that made her softer. Because when you have a child, you are emotional because you're more vulnerable because you're opening up to another, you know, a part of you. That's right. And that's where why Jason Hoppy allegedly um, can get at her. She found, he found the one place where any woman would hurt, and that's through your ch- children. Yes, and he's, he's actually very sadistic at it, which because I've seen some things he sent to her and would say to her, and he's sadistic, so it's really kind of evil what he does, in my opinion. Erin, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Do you did have I another answer question? question? I'm sorry. Did I even, I you did answer rant. the question, but I'm going to ask. Erin has did. such great questions, no. but I want to know if she has another one. Yeah, Thank ask me you. another one. I, I, I want to I know. It's, I still want to know about this Bethany and you relationship. I mean, I've watched you since the beginning. I've watched Bethany since the beginning, and it's almost like there's two Bethany's for me as a viewer. You know, there's the Bethany I rooted for. I watched her through her marriage, her pregnancy, and I, I did watch you and her, you know, be real friends. And then there's this new Bethany, at least to the viewer, who it's it's really hard to root for her. It's like I want to see the old Bethany back, and right? I wonder we if all you do. feel that. Yeah, well, I think. Well, like yeah, no, I do, I do, because I I couldn't believe how long. When, when I upset her at that dinner at Little Red Bar, I couldn't believe how long she's holding this grudge for me 
grudge you know, for me. And I couldn't, I couldn't understand it. But, but see, I, you know, when someone's in pain and one, you, you know, we as people, we can only handle so much emotionally. We only have so much to give. And if you have a, an ex-spouse beating on you through the person you love the most in the world, your daughter, and is being sadistic and mean to you, it's really hard to focus on anything else. So that's why you're seeing, I think, this side of her that viewers don't quite understand because she is in so much pain. She's not really she's talking about tough. it. And she's going something really, really, really tough. And like I said, had I known this earlier, my whole reaction toward her would have been totally different. Aaron, thank you so much for calling, sweetheart. I love you to death. Thank you. Thank Aaron. you, Jenny. Thank really. you, Ramona. Bye-bye. Of course. I have, I have one question for you, Else, because I know you have to get out of here, Ramona. But um, in terms of Carol... Uh, she really got on you about like um, the politics and 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 very judging. Um, are you on the Trump train? Are you? Did you kind of uh, give it to her a little bit of Not how re- much she got on you? Well, about you know, what you don't know. Well, I like to play devil's advocate, and I like to have heated discussions. And you know, I really wasn't for any one particular candidate. But you know, I don't like it when someone is so biased toward one, and they're not looking at. I can look at you know two different people and give you the pros and cons of both you know there's always a pro and con and she was just being so one-sided so I was trying to show her the other side and she wanted nothing 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 about that she wanted no part of that and she was trying to like say I'm unintelligent and actually I'm probably as in- I am as as intelligent as her and actually showed unintelligent of her not to look at the other side and to be so one-sided but she was very very passionate about what she believed in and I give her credit for that but you know there's always three sides absolutely (laughs) the truth being the third Ramona I love you I think you're amazing uh thank you for just giving us so many years of your heart on television your truth the Real Houses of New York Wednesdays at nine o'clock on Bravo you guys can pick up her book Ramona Coaster still for sale love you thank you love you you too hope you see you soon in person Congratulations to your daughter graduating. Yes, UVA graduated. Economic I'm degree, so job in finance. Congra- yeah. Tell her I said congratulations I too. Will. Good I for will. you, Mama. Thank you. See you soon. Come back anytime. My pleasure. We'll be right back, you guys. Don't go anywhere. You got a 